look at this. No notes. So you know it's going to be good. What's going on, everybody? It's your buddy, it's your pal, Spaz Phoenix, the YWC Reality Check. And literally last week, literally last week, beginning of this week, whenever it was, I came up here and I shared some thoughts with you guys about, you know, pro wrestling being back and WWE is going to have crowds, NXT is going to have crowds, Impact is going to have crowds, AEW already has crowds because, you know, some little kids have to be first. It was all good, though. Slammiversary and Money in the Bank and coming out of the Thunderdome and all that sort of thing. So I should... Coming off of the last SmackDown in the Thunderdome, I should be able to come up here and talk more positively, but no. No, 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 no. Because they're treating, you know, Money in the Bank, they're treating SummerSlam as the replacement WrestleManias, because we couldn't have a full WrestleMania. And what happens after a big pay-per-view? What happens specifically after WrestleMania? As NXT fans... We, we say goodbye, we do a little mock in memoriam because, you know, our favorites are about to go die on the main roster. And that, it's something that comes to be, it comes to be expected. You know, typically somebody comes and they have their run, they get a title, they have that title for a while, they lose that title, they have one more rematch, go off to the main roster, and it's like they're out into the, bad in, into the Badlands, it's, you know, death by exile type of thing. So I should be used to it, and, you know, we as as NXT fans, yes, we are a small group, it's fine, uh, should be used to it by now, and we should have seen it coming more towards SummerSlam, but bigger than SummerSlam, bigger than that big stadium show is WWE getting fans back, and fans back starts next Friday. What's the big thing that's missing in WWE right now, especially on SmackDown, is women's vision partially because nobody looks strong because everybody's been steamrolled by the Bianca Belair slash Sasha Banks steamroller and gee, I wonder why. But we got the news going into SmackDown and this is basically I'm going to be rambling about the SmackDown women's division, but really it does go forward for all my thoughts on anybody that goes up to main roster in the next little while because we haven't seen what's going to go on on Raw yet on the last Raw Thunderdome show. Um, but we know Bailey's injured. And I think that's kind of ironic because, of course, somebody that's wrestling knockoff Sasha Banks would get injured. It, it just goes, you know, ask Paige. She knows what it's all about. But bottom line is Bianca Belair is facing nobody at Money in the Bank now because Bailey got injured. Seriously, though, Bailey, one of the few small handful of people along with Asuka that brought us through the pandemic for the past 16 months or so, finally one week away from getting crowds back and she gets injured, she's going to be out nine months. People are out there being dickheads and speculating that she's pregnant or whatever the case may be, or she carried us to the promised land and now she's going to go on vacation. Now, speculating that somebody's pregnant, if unless they say they're pregnant, like the friggin' Uh, Becky Lynch thing is a bullshit thing to do and if the person behind the Bailey character said you know what I have carried you all the way through the pandemic and now I am gonna take a break good for her if that's the case but it sucks for us right because Bailey's awesome Bailey is carrying this this thing with her and Bianca Belair the best she can with a so-so opponent and no audience um, so that sucks so they took her off of the show and they gave us a replacement that they know isn't pay-per-view worthy, at least paper, not pay-per-view with a crowd worthy, but it, it's it's okay SmackDown with a crowd worthy. So what did they do? They sl slid Carmella into that spot for no reason, and everybody says, oh, well, why would you put Carmella in there? You know she's not going to win. Well, you knew Bailey was going to get steamrolled. So that part didn't change. What it did was it fast-tracked 
the Liv Morgan story to get her into Money in the Bank, which is fine. I, I like Liv Morgan. I don't think she gets nearly what she deserves. All three members of the Riot Squad, she's the only one that's left. None of them got what they deserved. Um, it's like it's nice to see one of them at least getting a bit of a storyline. It seems like she's got a storyline going on with Sonya Deville as well. When Sonya Deville is ready to come back to in-ring competition, that's a feud I'd like to see. But did it not illustrate the fact that there's like realistically no women? You've got Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks are the only ones we're supposed to care about. And Sasha Banks, as she does, went and fucked off again. So you've got Bianca Belair and a bunch of other people that we're told are not important because they're not Bianca Belair, leading back to the reasons leading up to their WrestleMania match, and we're not going to get into that in this video. But it really does um, sort of draw an underline around the idea that they really don't have anybody because the only other ones that they could have put in that match other than Liv Morgan would have been the tag team champions and then you wouldn't have had a tag team title match and I think we are getting a tag team title match as we're going to talk about shortly. So Liv Morgan's in the Money in the Bank now, Carmella's out of the Money in the Bank, she's going to have a she's going to have a losing match on SmackDown instead of being part of a very popular gimmick at the first pay-per-view with crowds. So Liv's in, that's cool, Carmella's out, she got fucked. Ba uh, Bailey's apparently injured. Sasha Banks is taking another six-month hiatus because she thinks she's special. And Bianca Belair is going to go on with the championship. Fine, cool, whatever. But you do have two other champions on that show. And they came out on SmackDown and they said, we're, we're, we're coming out to mystery opponents. So I thought they were going to job out to a team. And I thought there might have been a call-up. I thought for a brief moment, you know what? I don't want to lose anybody on NXT, because the women's division in NXT is knocking it out of the park. Fight me. But if they took up somebody like the Robert Stone brand, if, they had, if they're going to job to the champions just to keep Natty and T Tamina in the conversation, then cool, bring up a team like the Robert Stone brand. Bring up Aaliyah and Jesse Camilla, who are the lower end of the card right now, to the SmackDown audience that doesn't watch NXT. They're literally nobody. So to have a like, let them have an exhibition of what they can do. Tamina and Natalia are the champions, so obviously they're going to win. It's all good. And then I heard the, the revving engine in the entrance, because they, they came out and said, oh, well, we've been challenged by surprise opponents. And I'm like, well, fuck me. There's not enough people on the SmackDown roster for the opponents to be a surprise. Maybe you shouldn't have gotten rid of the Iconics. We can talk about that later. But it's Shotzi Blackheart. And Tegan Knox, and I stumble over that because you know when you talk about tag teams, it should be Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon, but whatever. And it's the first time in a long time that wrestling has actually pissed me off. Now I know um, if you talk to some of my co-hosts, talk to Guapo, talk to uh, Jake DeMarco, talk to anybody that watches my channel that says I basically give WWE a free pass. It's like, no, I don't give WWE a free pass. WWE does some stupid shit. I just don't let it ruin my day and I laugh my ass off at them for being stupid. But there's a whole lot of layers to this for me. A, I don't want to see Shotzi Blackheart become another, um, what's the examples that I can think of? Uh, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Ruby Riot. Uh, I'm sure there's more that I'm not thinking of that basically went up to the main roster without ever having a chance to hold the NXT women's title because not all of them are going to have a Charlotte Flair backtrack story. And that's fine. The, the backtrack story, Balor, Flair, um, Breezango, 
can't happen all the time and it can't happen for everybody, but it does mean if somebody goes up without having a chance to grab the title, like a Bronson Reed, who we're also thinking about, it is kind of tragic because it's it's a missed link in the in the chain of their in the chain of their career, in my opinion. Plus the women's championship. I mean, even if you don't watch NXT, you've got to admit that the women's championship on NXT is a lot more valuable than the Raw or SmackDown interchangeable blue and red titles. So it broke my heart to see my girl Shotzi on main roster NXT. It broke my heart that they were bringing her, if they were going to bring her up in a tag team scenario, that it wasn't her and Ember Moon. Because how long have they worked? They've they've grinded through the entire pandemic, developing that fun, cool tag team, and that's that's kind of interesting. Now that might be another uh, like Champa situation where he, where she, Ember Moon came back to NXT and said, "No, I'm not going back." And if that's the case, then good for her. But instead, they stick her with Tegan Knox, which is awesome. I love Tegan Knox, and I'm sure Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart will be a hell of a team. They were a hell of a team in the match that we're talking about. But Tegan Knox, for the third time, just busted her ass to get back and make her her re debut at the Great American Bash, starting a thing with Candice LeRae. Um, you know, third time's the charm. If 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 her knee fucks up again, like she's probably done, and she's never had a run in NXT, let alone let alone any title aspirations. She wasn't even in a tag team championship match. And if you're going to debut her in a tag team coming up to the main roster, it should be the tag team that she used to be in with, um, what the hell's her name? Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai is going to split from Raquel Gonzalez eventually. We all see it coming for those of us that are watching NXT. So you know there's going to be at least uh, rekindling of the rivalry or amending of the ways between Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox at some point. So you took two halves of two different tag teams to make a makeshift team on SmackDown. But then, then they come out, they're the surprise opponents, and I'm thinking, maybe it's the John Cena thing. Maybe it's the um, the John Cena open challenge where people came up from, from NXT and sort of shot their shot and went back to NXT and just had something to brag about. But then they won, and how fucked up is it that... WWE have fucked up so badly that somebody I like won, and it pissed me off. Because if they won, that means they're going to get a title shot eventually. And if they're getting a title shot on the main roster, they're not going back. So you've got Ember Moon, who's been part of a tag team, who's now stranded, not stranded in NXT, but stranded uh, as far as where she's going to go now. Uh, Candice LeRae, who was just attacked on Tuesday who supposedly had a new opponent going, but didn't. Tegan Knox, who just came back to the main roster, or came back to NXT with the, with the whole battery thing and the charging up and the cool entrance and all that sort of thing. Fine. And Shotzi Blackheart, who I'm incredibly biased towards. And, uh, and yeah, just, I, I, I'm terrified that they're going to fuck her up on the main roster. Because she's fun, and WWE has the habit on the main roster of just making fun people into goofballs, and I don't like that. My example is Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed in NXT has this cool sort of Godzilla-adjacent gimmick going on. He's got the, the skyline with the, with, the, with the broken buildings and the cool music and all that, all that sort of thing. He even had the jacket with the lizard on it and whatever. It's, everybody gets it. You know, it's the, it's the Godzilla, it's the kaiju adjacent 
thing. Main roster WWE is going to look at that and have them out there in two weeks in a fucking dinosaur costume or some bullshit. Are they not? I mean, Karrion Cross is one that we know we're going to lose because he's going to lose to Gargano and I'm going to be happy about that. And then he's going to, he's a main roster guy. Karrion Cross, out of all of them, is one of them that I think is going to do better on the main roster than he did in NXT because he's a superstar. I find him to be a superstar more than a wrestler. Um, you've got people like Baron Corbin, who did not too much better, but better and was better received on the main roster than he was in NXT. Right now, he's got this cool, like, downfall redemption thing going on. That's pretty cool. Alexa Bliss found herself on the main roster. Nikki Cross, let's, let's not talk about that right now. And whatever you want to say about Braun Strowman on the main roster, on NXT, he was a rosebud. So, you can turn it around. There are people from NXT that have been treated well. Let's not forget that Seth Rollins, multiple-time world champion, uh, WrestleMania, Money in the Bank, cash-in, main eventer guy with the, with the heist of the century, was an NXT guy. Big E is getting a big push right now, and he's dripping in uh, mid-card and tag team accolades. So, there are people that do flourish on the main roster. I'm not saying that there are not, but the ratio is just not there. If Cross goes up and he's okay, then the law of diminishing returns is going to say the next five or six or seven people that get sacrificed to the main roster are going to fall flat on their asses. So, not only am I bummed that two awesome characters... Uh, are being pushed to the main roster. Not only am I bummed that they're in a tag team, but neither one of them is with the tag team partner that they should be with. Also, SmackDown! I'm sorry. All over the place. As I say, here's the clipboard. No notes. Whatever. I don't care. I'm having a ramble. You guys are here with me for the ride if you want to be. SmackDown, with fans, is literally next week. <coughs> you couldn't have had them wait a week and say... Okay, well, we threw this team together, and we threw that team together. Like, have them squash it. Like, I, I say, Robert Stonebrand, I hate to sound like I'm shitting on them, but if you want to have a surprise team come up, and they could have squashed the Robert Stonebrand, and right, 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 they could have talked some shit about NXT, it would have riled up the NXT fans, and uh, they could have said, you know what, if NXT is so great, why don't you send us another team next week when there's crowds? This could have been received, even though I think this was done completely wrong, even though bringing them up at all, I think, is wrong, even though the pairing is wrong, because both of them have other tag team partners, even though I think it's all wrong, this in front of a crowd would have kicked ass, at least in the short term. It would have been like Roman Reigns out there cutting a promo, and all of a sudden Adam Cole runs out, kicks him in the face, and leaves. Now, the, the fallout from that would be terrible because it would be the ruining of, Al of Adam Cole on the main roster. It would be NXT losing Adam Cole. But in that one minute, we would get that, ha, there's one of our guys, and just kicking one of the other guys in the face. This would have been that with Shotzi and Tegan, and you could have been happy for them, and it's just, it's just not that. Like, you did it badly, and you did it badly in front of no one. And that's such a piss-off. And that, I know, I know that their women's division is floundering right now. You just lost one of the... Probably the best woman on SmackDown 
on that SmackDown roster to injury for nine months. So you have to bring up some more cool people because God knows Bianca Belair ain't doing it by herself. You need to bring in more. You brought in Zelina Vega and then you jobbed her out. Now you jobbed her out for the Liv Morgan story, which I like, which is awesome because I do think Liv Morgan deserves to be elevated, but you don't do it with Zelina Vega. Now Zelina Vega boiled a lot of piss with the fact that she's back in general, so people are already grumbling about that. So you've got that. You've got Carmella with this title shot that she doesn't deserve that nobody cares about because she, we know she's going to lose. And her losing that match on SmackDown means she loses a spot in a cool, uh, prominent pay-per-view on on uh, next Sunday. So she she loses by getting a title match. That's fucked up. My girl Shotzi and Tegan Knox this past Friday lose by winning a match on SmackDown because it only means that bad things are to come. And to top that all off. After that, about a segment or two after that, we get another video package because NXT is also losing Tony Storm. Now, I like Tony Storm. I watched Tony Storm in the in the May Young Classic, as you guys know. I watched her her her, her title feud with Rhea Ripley in NXT. Uh, sorry, in NXT UK was great. She was the babyface. Rhea Ripley was the solid heel. Um, it was their main feud. It was their. It was the main feud that got that women's division up off the ground. Now you've got people like uh, Mako Satomura holding up that title, which is also awesome. When they brought her to NXT, and I will say NXT kind of flubbed the ball a little bit because they brought in Rhea Ripley first, and the bad guy was popular when the good guy showed up. So I don't think Tony Storm ever really caught her footing in NXT proper, which sucks, which is a failing on NXT's part, and I'm, I'm willing to admit that. So maybe she gets a turnaround on, on SmackDown, which is fine. I mean, it's better than her ending up on Raw. Let's be real about that for a second. But it's just after, to get that video package for Tony Storm after they fuck up this debut here, really, really, really just broke my heart as as the NXT guy. And if they're willing to put Shotzi, Tegan Knox, Tony Storm, just pluck them and put them on SmackDown, which even though it's the big moneymaker on Fox, it's still not the flagship show. How many people in NXT are getting sacrificed to Raw on Monday? And how many people from NXT are getting sacrificed to the main roster on the Raw and SmackDown after SummerSlam? Because don't forget, after Raw and, the, sorry, the Raw and SmackDown after SummerSlam, which we're treating like the Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania, there's also going to be a draft. So these are the people we're losing before there's even a draft. This is fucked. This is all, I'm, I'm, I'm just ranting. There's no, there's no other way to say it. I'm just ranting here. I've just threw in the, thrown the camera on. As I say, I'm not going to grab the clipboard again. No notes. These are my thoughts right now, but Jesus fucking Christ. WWE continues to fail, and NXT continues to be the Band-Aid, and the fact that NXT continues to be the Band-Aid makes it infuriating when they're like, oh, well, why bother watching NXT? Well, if you're watching WWE, and you tell me why bothering, why bother watching NXT, please understand that what I'm watching is patching all the chasmous holes in what you're watching. That That's it. That's, that's really all I can say. This is... This is super fucked. As I say, normally when WWE does something stupid, when when Miz and, and Priest had their match at WrestleMania Backlash and the zombie lumberjacks came out, I was like, all right, that's fucking stupid. I'll, I'll go on Twitter. I'll watch people lose their shit. It's fine. When Seth Rollins put out uh, 
Rey Mysterio's eye. When Rey Mysterio and somebody else that I can't even remember were thrown off the top of Titan Titan Towers because they did money in the bank at the top of the ladder on the roof of the building, whatever the hell that was. Yeah, hilarious. When uh, when they do all kinds of other when when AEW decides to throw Chris Jericho in a tub of orange juice because that's what passes for comedy in AEW. Fine, cool. I can have a laugh at that. This is like misuse of the best... NXT, whether you want to admit it or not, is the best thing going in WWE. NXT UK struggles because it's on at a weird time. They don't have any crowd. They don't get advertised nearly as much as they should, so they struggle. 205 Live is about to die. Let's just be real. With the with all the releases that are happening and how many of those releases were cruiserweights and how many of the remaining cruiserweights are coming over to NXT, 205 Live is about to die. Raw is cancer. SmackDown is trying its best not to be cancer. The saving grace of all of this is these people that I am invested in as a wrestling fan ended up on SmackDown instead of Raw. So we got pissed on instead of getting shit on, is what that's saying. But like, Raw is cancer, SmackDown's really trying its best not to be cancer. NXT is the best thing going on in this show and as a as as one piece in a in a larger wheel it is being criminally misused and although I came out here last week and said oh look at all this positivity we're all getting up and and I do still believe that please understand I do still believe everything I said last week wrestling is back wrestling's going to be back with crowds we're going to have a big stadium show it's all going to be it's all going to be exactly what it was but after we get over the hoopla of it's going to be exactly what it was remember that what it was still wasn't that great and we still had shit like this to bitch about so the difference is going to be when covid is over or when the restrictions are over or when the fanless era is over we are going to get what we had before flaws and all we're going to go get back to complaining about the regular stuff not complaining that it's really, really depressing that WrestleMania took place in a gym. This, I I don't even know what I'm going to call this video, but uh, this is me having a rant, and if you've listened for this long, God bless you. Let me know in the box below. Let me know what you thought on SmackDown when, uh, when Shotzi and, oh, oh, and they did the name thing as well. You have to have one name when you come up from NXT, so now they're just Shotzi and Knox. Fuck off. Anyways, I've been Spaz, your YWC reality check. Subscribe up there, talk down there, start a conversation. Keep all these conversations going. Don't be a stranger. I'll talk to each and every last one of you later, but for right now, I am tagging out. Bye, guys.